listening to the Living BDSM Podcast, episode 279. Killer Lords here with the one, the only, the guy who naturally eats slow but thought he could quickly eat lunch today and only today. John Brownstone. Yeah, I did better than normal. True, true. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Well, we'll go with that. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> today, we're talking about something we mention all the time, but giving it its own episode, as is our new thing, apparently. And that is the idea of following a submissive's lead when it makes sense to do so. Welcome to the Living BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Tuesday and Friday for your kinky pleasure and education. And show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, LovingDS and the number one, so that's at LovingDS1, or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash LovingBDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. Big shout out and thank you as always to our kinky patrons over on Patreon, including our newest peeps. We see you. We love you. We wouldn't know what the fuck to do without you at this point. (laughs) Uh, If you would like our undying gratitude and to get access to content you can't get anywhere else, like an extra podcast episode every month, you can join us over at patreon.com slash killalords. That's patreon.com slash killalords. And you can join for as little as $2 a month. Okay. So before we get into today's topic, I would like to say yet again, another major, wonderful, big, massive, humongous thank you to Elegantly Owned for sponsoring this week's episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elegantly Owned is part of uh, our podcast anniversary giveaway that we'll talk about in just a second. And you can follow <laughs> Elegantly Owned at Elegantly Owned, all one word, on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, let's go ahead and segue into, if you enter our giveaway, you can enter uh, to win three prizes, two prize packs, two winners. Each winner gets three prizes, one of which is a collar made by Elegantly Owned. And one of those collars is Wonder Woman themed. So (laughs) thank you to Elegantly Owned for uh, sponsoring this week's episode. Speaking of the giveaway, if you go to lovingbdsm.net slash giveaway, you can enter the giveaway. The giveaway entry part is open through the entire month of August. We will uh, do the random drawing selection thing at the beginning of September. Um, mm-hmm. And like I did last week, we're going to do a show and tell. And, and I'm, uh, I'm I'm flexing my sadist muscles huh. because I'm not showing the collars until next week. <laughs> <laughs> and for podcast listeners, uh, obviously, this is audio only. So if you go to lovingbdsm.net slash giveaway, you can see pictures of what we're showing off today. Um, one of the prizes is a sex toy from Hot Octopus. Mm, and yes. we love Hot Octopus. And we have two. We have a curve a vibrator, which can be external and it can be internal. They market it as um, an internal thing. It's got a bulbous head that's like perfect for a G-spot. I don't care about G-spot. I use it on my clit and it is delicious. It's got <laughs> two types of motors. One is they call treble, one they call bass. I use them both together and it is it is wonderful. And I actually, because the motors are so powerful and the vibrations are so deep and rumbly, I don't even have to crank it up or anything. I can mm. have a good time on the lowest setting. The other sex toy that a winner will get to choose from, because we have one of one and one of the other, and I'm showing uh, off... Uh, hours uh the ones that we're giving away are in the box still (laughs) uh it is the adam cockering which is looks like um 
a big a big chunky guy. I get that, but it is great. I know you enjoy it. Yeah. It's penis ring goes around the penis. I love yeah. it because grinding is a thing. And when you wear mm. it, there's this like yeah. lumpy bump at the top and it presses right against me just right. Um, uh, yeah, I'm there. You get more hip action when you wear this during penetrative sex <laughs> than any other time because I'm like, give me those vibrations at That's the top true. of this That's ring. Um, so yes, the first picture we put up on lovingbdsm.net giveaway was it in the box because it is yeah. legit in the box. Don't worry, but we're showing in this video and we'll show with pictures. Our own personal. Ours because yeah. we do have these. Um, so that's show and tell for this week. Um, the uh, more reminders on the giveaway, lovingbdsm.net slash giveaway. You do need to be 18 and older to enter. You can live anywhere in the world that we can sh actually physically send mail to, to enter. It's not just US only. It's mm -hmm. not just North America only. Uh, two winners. There are multiple ways to, to enter to win. There are even a couple of daily options if you want to get more entries and up your chances, all that good stuff. <sighs> Next announcement. <laughs> Uh, the day this comes out on podcast is the Friday that this applies to. Mm -hmm. um, but Friday, whatever this Friday is, the 20th, what are dates? I don't know. It is the third Friday of the month, which means we're doing our virtual month, which is basically just a live stream on YouTube where we just hang out. We don't usually talk about BDSM. Every once in a while, a question will come up, and if we catch it, we'll try to answer it. But we talk about movies. We talk about TV shows. We talk about food. food. So much food. Sometimes we talk about books. Yeah. Like we talk about, it's it, we call it a virtual munch because in a munch you might talk about BDSM, but you're mostly just like hanging out and talking about whatever. And that's what we're doing. 9.30 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Um, it'll The link will be in the show notes. If you're a subscriber to the YouTube channel, ho hopefully notifications will work. And if you subscribe to our loving BDSM newsletter, you'll get the link straight in there as well. There you go. So that's a lot of damn. Yeah announcements yep, yep, yep. <laughs> oh my gosh okay so the topic of today's episode is uh, on submissive leading and, and following a submissive's lead and letting a submissive lead mm. now we have done an episode from a million years ago about when a submissive leads the transition into ds and that was specifically about the fact that sometimes it's the person who is the submissive in the relationship who either knows they're kinky or figures out they're kinky and is like, I want to, I want this to be my relationship. And they bring it up and they present the information they have and they help their partner figure themselves out. And we've done that conversation and that's continues to come up quite a bit. Uh, I will link it in the places, uh, if you have not listened to that episode yet. Um, but this is more of a general thing. And we've mentioned True. it a lot, a lot, a lot. Uh, yeah. We are a living example of it here mm -hmm. in the format in which you are hearing the sound of my voice right now. <laughs> <laughs> because um, while this is a collaborative effort and we work together to make it happen, to agree on topics, uh, I am very much like slightly uh, in the forefront yeah. Also, I do most of the talking, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> if you're new here, this is normal. <laughs> well, like, we, like, we, like, like I've often said, you know, if I did this podcast, it would be very, very short. You know? <laughs> yes. Yes, it would. But, you know, yeah, you do lead this. You know, but going back to the beginning, one, this was your brainchild. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And originally, when you started doing it, it was just you. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I wasn't even involved other than doing a little bit of editing. Yes, which is how I sold it to you. I was like, please, all you'll have to do is do some <laughs> editing. See and then I got out. pulled in hook, line, and sinker. Right. And <laughs> as a result, uh, we often, from people who don't have a fuck about who we are, don't like us, don't like me, I don't care, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, decide that because I have... Um, I'm more, I put myself out there more. I tend to lead these conversations. Um, I, and when I say lead, sometimes it's cause I'm like, here's the premise, let's talk about it. And part of it is if left to your own devices, you would say about four words a day. That's pretty much how I roll. So if anybody's waiting given. to hear wisdom from John Brownstone, guess what? You need me more than you know, I'm gonna, I just sometimes have to remember to shut the hell up and let him talk. That's the part I'm yeah, still I mean, working I, on. I, I have my moments, you know. I, yeah. I Which we out, get you going. I, I rolled out a rant here and there. I know, it's fun. <laughs> but what happens is then people look at us and go, oh, you can't be submissive because you talk more. What? what? Uh, you can't be submissive because this is clearly your thing. Whatever, whatever. And... One, obviously that's false. Two, no, before anybody wants to get mad on my behalf, I'm not offended. I find that funny. But that goes back to the thing, you know, it's an old saying and it's been around for years. Just because you're submissive doesn't mean you're a doormat. And also just because I'm your submissive doesn't mean I'm anybody else's submissive. That's absolutely true. And I have found as I'm getting older and kind of more comfortable in certain parts of my life that I only want to be submissive to you and then if there was ever somebody else. Mm -hmm. And I am a lot more comfortable than I once was taking charge, being in control. And actually, yes, I'm a a happier person if outside the relationship and outside certain things, you just just let me have control. Uh, Which is a a thing that comes up as a a conflict sometimes, which we'll get into as we're talking about this. (laughs) Because once you want control and you're happy with the control, it is hard to sometimes give, give up, up the control. Yeah. Well, well, see, here's here's the thing, too. You know, early on in our relationship, I told this crazy woman sitting next to me that I would support her in whatever she wanted to do. Sure. And... You know, you wanted to be a, a freelance writer, a, a content creator. And I was like, okay, I will, you know, give you my full support in doing what you want to do. And I did. Now, I gave her my support. At that time, I was very immersed in the world of IT. Mm-hmm. I knew nothing, nothing about content creating. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I dabbled in blogging, and I call it dabbling because that's all I really did. I did not do it with a purpose. I just did it when I, it was a whim. And you, like a fair number of people, you are very dominant in your work. It's where my my it, actual big D it, it, energy It's comes where from. you're at, yeah. <laughs> and it's control. As far as our power exchange went, that was off limits sure. to to our DS mm-hmm. because one, I know nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two, I didn't want to have control over it 
Right, you didn't, it wasn't that you didn't even want to be doing it, you wouldn't be here now if you didn't want to do it, but you didn't well, have the interest in the, the let me let me learn and know all about this. You were right. like, oh, I'm happy to let you take, I'll show up when you tell yeah. me to, just tell me when I need to be there. It's work, I find that it's working out quite well, thanks. <laughs> but, you know, so that was something that, you know, yeah, you, you took the lead in, mm -hmm. absolutely. I'm very happy with that. Our rules and protocols completely leave that out of the equation. Sure. All right. So, you know, yes, when I came in to the, when when you dragged me in. I, I see, I saw we make a better uh, team. I know we well, do better together than I do by myself. Thank you very much. And, and in reality, we do. All mm -hmm. right. But when it comes to the nitty gritty of the business side of this, I still leave that to you. Uh, oh, be yeah, on a lot of things. Because it is what you do best. Which is what's funny. And again, we'll get into this. I mentioned it just a minute ago. There are things that I do really well, but then I find I want to keep leading and then sometimes you're like but wait you're not allowed to lead this part mm -hmm. like you don't come into my wood shop and try and lead shit in here yeah. and it's really hard to turn that part of my brain <laughs> off sometimes <laughs> and we work through it which so mm -hmm. yeah i mean we are living proof of sometimes the submissive leads and and as a dominant it's perfectly fine to follow their lead right. i think it's about boundaries and parameters and context and being the thing that we have not always done right or well, but we are getting better at is being really clear on when, when and why you're leading and when and why you are not and creating that separation. Yeah. So let's actually get into this as sort of a concept because okay. I know there's somebody out there on either side of the slash going, what? That's bullshit. Okay. If that's how you live, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But this is, I find this to be a compelling idea that I think for many people, even if you've never thought of it this way, could resonate, okay? So the way I look at it is, it's not really that I'm leading or that you're following, certainly not in a power exchange sense. Mm -hmm. It is about leaning on a person's strengths and that person happens to be submissive. We talked about this before. If I know how to do the technical thing, but I'm the submissive and you have no clue what I'm doing, why would you try and take it over as the dominant when right. I'm the one with the knowledge and skills? Mm -hmm. It would be like, go back to content creation because that's the most recent example. You don't know how to write certain content that I write all the time, don't have a clue. Could, could figure it out, you're not, I mean, you know how to Google like the rest of us. Sure. But why would you waste that time, energy, and effort when you've got a person right next to you who can do it, is capable of doing mm -hmm. it, has has the certain expertise on it, and can just get it done? It's a lot more efficient, quite frankly, to lean on <laughs> each other's strengths right. than it is to try to stay in just a role for the role's sake. And it's just like, for for a good example, bringing it back to, to this, you know, early on in, in the early days of the, the podcast, I was solely doing the audio editing. Mm -hmm. I still do the audio editing. Mm -hmm. I have got that down to a... That's a skill I don't really care to... I'm good. So. Right. So... But any, you don't do the script. You don't do the script. I don't do the script. You don't, no. 
all that stuff. That's but on me. but on the same token, when we started doing video, mm-hmm. I tried to learn video editing. Mm-hmm. I tried. <laughs> Keyword on try. I'm still trying to, but. In a different way. And and I, you know, if, if you're on YouTube, you see my hair, how short it is. I, I pulled my hair out. Stop. <laughs> I, 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 video editing is not my forte at all. I could not grasp that concept to do it. You, on the other hand, as much as you say you don't, you're, you're still learning, which I'm, I don't doubt, you do a very good job of it. Hey, I'll at least get the damn thing up and out. Okay. It's watchable. So, you know, I'm not going to stand over your shoulder and tell you. Well, it's it's a it's a waste of everything if you don't just let me do what I'm good at. Right. Now, for those who are really cringing at this concept (laughs) and the way we're presenting it, you still have. First of all, you're still the dominant in all of this stuff. So you're ultimately the decider that never changes. Even when I take Mm -hmm. the lead on a topic that I have the knowledge in or the comfort level with. It, in or the experience with or whatever it might be at the end of the day we're still a power exchange and we're still 24 7 so i will right the lead might be gathering all the information the lead might be talking to the people who need talking to the lead might be coming up with the solutions that i think will work best based on what i know to be true and then i don't just stop being submissive even though i'm in this sort of lead position i then pivot and i go I've done all this. Here's what you need to know. Here's what I can share with you. Here's mm-hmm. what I've learned. Here are the options. Sometimes there's only one option, but here are the options I think would be best given all of these factors. Ta-da, make a decision. And even then, and we've talked about this before, we did this, talked about this in our leadership episode. Mm-hmm. You still will listen to my opinion and let me tell you, here's what I think and here's why I think this one's the best and this one could work, but blah, 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 blah. And most of the time, I would say all the time when you know you don't know anything about this and you're relying on me, you'll go with my my best solution, the one I'm recommending, sure. which, it, yes, it still looks like I t- I'm, I'm been in charge and I'm leading the whole thing, but not really because ultimately it's your choice. If you really weren't comfortable with something, you would go, I'm really not comfortable with that. I don't want us to do that. Let's... Let's look at something else. Is there something you didn't think about? As I have a question, sometimes questions from a person who doesn't know about mm-hmm. a thing will spark an idea in the person who does have the information knowledge and it'll take you on a different path. So it's still collaborative the whole time. And at the end of it, you still have a final say and the final decision. Right. So it's not as if I go off on my own and do whatever the fuck I want and never bring it back to the power exchange. I did want to talk about some of the reasons, and I'm not going to say these are every single reason out there, but they're the ones that could come to my mind based on our experience of why this might happen or be necessary. Mm-hmm. So the one that came to your mind first, and it was funny because it was the first note I wrote, I was like, oh, yep, that can, is that <laughs> being, as a submissive, being in a leadership position or leading a change or leading with information or being the one to go figure something out or take charge of a situation um, can be an act of service in a power exchange relationship. Sure. I sometimes, and I think these things are layered and nuanced. Sometimes I'm taking charge because I really fucking enjoy this and I'm good at it and I have the knowledge. Mm-hmm. But also I recognize that it's a service to you because I'm not, 
you're not taking on a task that you're not suited for that will stress you out that will waste your time right. when you could be doing other things that you are better suited to do mm-hmm. and so even when it fits all these other reasons it's still an act of service for sure. you well you know i was going to say you know as a leader you know looking at it in in you know say a, a workforce type of scenario you're a manager mm-hmm. and you have a team under you mm-hmm. all right now even as a manager or leader dominant there's only so many plates you can juggle at a time sure all right you are not you know infinite in what you can do as a manager you have your team you delegate to your team mm-hmm. say okay you know have at it do what you got to do mm-hmm. And, and that's one thing I don't have to worry about, but you are doing that function, that job, that role, mm-hmm. and that's serving me because, you know, yeah, I can't do it all. Right, and, you, and sometimes it is an absolute inefficient use of everybody's time to let the least capable, least experienced, least knowledgeable person <laughs> take on a thing when there's somebody sitting right there who could get it done yeah. for you in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we gonna waste talent like that? Why are we not going to embrace the gifts that our partners have just because of their role? Like, that doesn't make sense. And you know, we're talking about it from what mm-hmm. you visibly see of us, but there are other ways this can go. Um, when it comes to school stuff, now granted, we it's the one place in our life where we're not fully in our power exchange. We try to approach parenting as complete and total equals mm-hmm. it's a struggle but we're working yeah. we work on it um but we both know i'm the one that's going to make the call to a school to ask some hard questions of yeah. an adult in my child's life right like we know i'm gonna be the one to deal with a doctor and i'll be the one to more quickly stand up and go no 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 fuck you and the horse you rode and now we're not doing that right <laughs> and, and part of that sure is as you know, a mom, maybe that's, you know, part of me, but also there's one time in my life I'm not socially anxious and that is in defense of my children. You are capable of doing that, but you're a lot more soft-spoken. You're a lot more conciliatory. You're a lot more like, let's discuss this. And, Mm -hmm. and sometimes that's the right approach and we'll go with your approach. And sometimes, um, mama bear needs to stand up and go fuck you and the horse you rode in on in a polite professional way, of course. Um, and, and there you, ain't nothing more that you don't want to be in the way of than Mama <laughs> Bear when she's on a rampage. But you could go, well, I'm I'm in charge around here, so let me make this phone call. But you know, I am I'm going to get an outcome that is what we're or I'm going to attempt to get an outcome that mm-hmm. we'll both feel good about, and I'm going to be the one that's more firm in that situation because in that moment, my personality lends itself to that where yours does not, Correct. and so. You're gonna step back and let me handle that. The nice thing is, and I think an important thing here is there will be times I am not able to handle that leadership capacity. I'm not able to take charge. I'm not able to step forward like that. And we have a relationship where I can look at you and go, I I can't do this right now for whatever the reason might Which be. Which is why I'm on the phone to the insurance company and to the mortgage company <laughs> and yes. I'll handle the school and the doctors, <laughs> you handle the mortgage company. Um, and sometimes that's, sometimes it's disappointing to the other. Like you want, I know there are times you're like, okay, good. We're gonna, we're gonna let, 
the bitch go handle it and she's gonna get <laughs> shit you know? and I'll turn to you and it's just a rough day and I'm like I, I can't do this I don't I just don't have it in yeah. me and I have to deal with your dis- momentary disappointment but that's again what I love is when your leadership role and skills kick in because you go oh fuck I don't want to do this but okay I'm she can't do it right now mm-hmm. I wanted her to do it as an act of service because she's the best one to handle it to, for what all these reasons but I can't but she can't so okay I'm stepping up I'll be the big D I'll be the mature, responsible adult who needs to get shit done and talk to a mortgage <laughs> company, and I'll handle it, even though I kind of wish she would have handled it. And that that's part of it as well. Just like there are things I want you to take charge on. I want you to make that phone call. I want whatever. I want you to go do the thing. And you'll say to me, I don't have it in me. I can't do it. And so mm-hmm. go do this thing for me becomes a direct act of service, especially when I didn't really want to that can very much look like I need to take charge of something or I'm at least going to appear to the outside <laughs> like I'm in charge <laughs> of something. And there are times that I sometimes find this a little difficult. Um, we, we've worked through it just fine. We've never had problems because of it. But sometimes you're like, just go handle that. Go make that call. Go deal with that person. Go have that conversation. And in that, a decision has to be made right then. And it's not one I can defer and go, let me talk to my husband. Here's the deal. If I go, let me talk to my husband, the answer is no. I'm just being polite, quite frankly. And I just didn't want to tell you no. But sometimes a decision has to be made and I'm the one there. And we are, for all our power exchange, for all our mm-hmm. kinky ways, we are two humans navigating our the rest of our life. And sometimes a person true. who's not the decision maker has to make a decision. And I will make that decision i will then the moment i can turn to you and go i had to make a decision and here were all the circumstances and i wanted to talk to you first but i didn't have that choice and and thankfully one you trust my judgment two i kind of know how you feel about most things and three you back me even if we're like oh maybe maybe we could have done that differently you trust my judgment that's another part of it you allow me to take the lead in places where it makes sense because of that because you're not sitting back questioning do i really know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. am i you know can i make a decision have i made decisions that you fundamentally disagreed with in the past like we have that built in which makes it easier to allow i think yeah um another reason and we've talked about this a few times but let's just say it is that you get better outcomes like, why am I going to go send the fifth string football player in when number one quarterback sitting right here knows what the fuck she's doing? Like, just why are we doing that? <laughs> Don't we're not sending the amateur in when the professional's right there and ready and willing and able to do it and you want them to do it. So, you know, if if there's this kind of feeling of, oh, but but that person's the dom and they should be in charge. It's like, yeah, but what do you want the outcome to be? Like, do you want this, whatever this situation is where somebody has to kind of navigate it, do you want it to end well? Is there a specific outcome you're going for? Because if there's a specific outcome, then you put the best person in to get to hopefully get to that outcome. I mean, that's, that's, that has, it has nothing to do with your roles in a relationship at that point. Um, (laughs) uh, I think we've said this, um, because of our top example. Mm-hmm. Um, with like the podcast and the YouTube and blah, blah, blah. What we are is loving BDSM is that sometimes it just makes more damn sense. True. Here's one. I've gone, and partly because the the kids are biologically mine and yours by marriage, but they are our kids, okay? Yeah. But I have been there, obviously, since the moment they slipped into this world. I've gone to every doctor's appointment, yes. every this, every that, 
know more about them than they do on certain things, right? Like, like in some ways it's that stereotypical mom thing, which it doesn't have to be a stereotype. I think in many uh, families, there's a caregiver who just is the one who does all of that stuff. Well, then when it's time to talk about health, about the children, the first person you're gonna wanna talk to is the person who knows all the stuff. You will sit there, you will hold my hand, you would set a meeting, you would ask smart questions, mm -hmm. but ultimately when they start throwing out the, but how much do they weigh and how big, how, and what is this and what, we're all looking at me right. because I'm the one that's been there. It just makes mm -hmm. sense to let me like lead. And leading, I think we get really big pictures in our head of what leading is like, this podcast, right? Like going and deciding to buy a car, like a big, like a financial decision. Like, but sometimes it's just let them lead in the conversation. I have come across just one too many uh, doms of, of all types and stripes who think they are supposed to be the ones talking all of the time and their submissive is basically never supposed to speak, especially in public. And sometimes, I, I mean, for, if that's your protocol, if that's how you like navigate life, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. But what that's about how it is for some people? Right, and I'm not judging that. But let's be realistic here. Sometimes there's a situation where you don't even know what the questions are to ask. Like you, you don't even have that much information. Are we not going to, uh, even if we have to, if it has to be framed as this is a service, this is a command, this is a whatever, are we not going to let the the most capable person? between the two of you, do the, the talking, ask the questions, get the information. Mm -hmm. The decision might be yours, right. depending on what's going on, but you can you can let, let a, a little S lead that conversation because they're the ones that they know, they know what the hell's going on and you don't. Yep. And it's not a weakness to admit that you don't know something. Quite frankly, I find it a strength when somebody goes, I, I don't have a clue. We don't have to look that up. Right. You don't want to ask me, ask this person. like. To be able to say, I don't know, is not as common as it ought to be. <laughs> well, and just, among we, all people, regardless of power exchange or, or and we've otherwise. Me we've mentioned this in the past, both times when it, selling the condo and buying the new house, because you have a better understanding of real estate, mm -hmm. m way more than I ever do, I've, I've gained some by osmosis at this point. Mm -hmm. But because of that understanding, I let you take the lead in dealing with the realtor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes me feel powerful, and then it makes me feel weird all at the same time. <laughs> like, I love the power. Also, mm, this doesn't feel right. I contain multitudes. I just... Yeah, I know. You're, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. a multi-layered person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I also, I don't know if this is a reason, but I do... I didn't classify this way in my notes. I have tons of notes for this episode, y'all. Just be proud of us. Um, <laughs> I do think there's something, and this won't happen in every situation. It won't, it won't apply to every time that the submissive in a situation is the one who, who kind of takes control of mm -hmm. this, the moment or the questioning or the conversation or just the situation or whatever. But I think there's something to being allowed to shine and thrive and to, to, to do what you're good at. Like, assuming it's what you want to do and you're not being forced to do something that you know you're objectively good at, but you hate, like that, that's a thing. But like you have a talent in this and you're willing to do it and you're capable mm -hmm. of doing it and being allowed as a person, regardless of your role, to have that moment to just embody what you do well, like that's empowering. That's 
sometimes motivating. Sometimes it's good for her self-esteem. Uh, sometimes it's a little weird. Like sometimes I do feel a little unmoored. I feel like I'm, I'm adrift out there alone. And I'm like, where's my backup? Where's the person that I can go? I don't know. Look at well, him. But sometimes I'm like, fucking hey, look at me. I, I knew what the fuck was going on. And, and it see, feels that, good. That is also an opportunity to, to allow the S to take the lead. That's a bit of a growth opportunity. Oh, I think so too. All right. Yeah, I think so too. To, to give them a chance, you know, in some cases for some, that may be a boundary they need to push. Right. And I think that will be very specific to the person and specific to the situation. And it's not something you can apply from situation to situation or person to person. Because there are times when I'm like, I'm a little nervous, but I can do it with the right push or knowing mm-hmm. you're behind me the whole way. Right. And sometimes I'm like, no, no, I cannot. I am physically incapable of this. It is not happening. And you can want me to do it, even if, we, especially if we know I'm the best suited to something and I'm over here going, I can't, I can't, I can't. Mm-hmm. And then if I was forced to do it from that position, that would not, that would be the opposite of empowering. That that would be very, could potentially be very rough to come back from because I was asked to not push the boundary, but like just act like the boundary didn't even exist and do something I was deeply uncomfortable with and not, 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 and there was no part of me that was willing to do it. Mm-hmm. The push the boundary thing a little bit is there's some part of you that's willing to do it, but maybe you're scared. Maybe, you know, maybe you're worried you'll do something wrong or whatever, but there's a part of you that can, that can be pushed because you're willing to be pushed. But I, I agree. Like in a lot of power exchange relationships, part of, of the many parts uh, that a, a dom is trying to do for their sub is to help them grow, to empower them, to mm-hmm. give them confidence, to, you know, help them like be the best version of themselves. Sure. And quite frankly, sometimes that's going here. You know better than I do. Go go handle mm-hmm. it, or go handle it with with parameters like we do. Like go get the information, go have the conversations, go make a couple of decisions, gather right. the information, bring it back to me. We'll decide together. I'll make the Correct. final decision, but you you do the 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 groundwork, the groundwork, and be the front person and speak on our behalf and right all that stuff. And yeah, if that I th- I think it could have a place within certain relationships as a, a growth opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um. So (laughs) we've been saying this and I just want to like reiterate it. I get mostly from watching you and from hmm, some disagreements we have from time to time (laughs) that for many, not all doms, there is this sense of, it's not necessarily just about power and power over another person. It's about control. It's about wanting to control all factors and parameters. Guess what? None of us can just let you know. Mm -hmm. Sorry to disappoint. Um, wanting to feel like you have last say, total say, or a say in the direction of what is happening and the way things are going. Um, and I respect that and I get it. And yeah. quite frankly, as a submissive, there's part of me that's like, yes, please, please, Jesus, somebody else do this. Um, <laughs> but also, you, I don't think that it is going to be good in the long term or even healthy in the long term for a dominant or the person in the dominant role, because y'all, I do know switches exist. However that Mm -hmm. works out for you. To think that you are supposed to always take every moment to be in control and to lead and to be the first to speak and to be the first to know what's going on and to ask the right questions. Like, first of all, that's a lot of damn pressure to be under. It it is a lot of pressure. (laughs) And yet, 
you know, when you go into certain spaces, especially online, and this was something I encountered early, early on uh, when I first came across this, you know, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are in control, you are in control all the time. Now, granted, yeah. there are those who want micromanaged sure. relationships on, on either side of the slash, and that's what they want, and that's what they have negotiated and consented to, and that is what works for them. I, I think for most people, it does not. And I also think even in the most micromanaged situations, the outside part of life is going to interfere. There's going to come a point where the mm-hmm. the little S knows more than you do about a topic. Are we not relying on their knowledge? Really? Are we not a lot, uh, relying on their expertise? Well, that Again, I go back to that just feels wasteful and, and ridiculous and uh, inefficient to the max. Uh, I don't think that just because we're talking about this, because we certainly, we do this weekly with this thing we're doing right now, but this is not, just by admitting that there could be times when you want to follow a submissive's leader, you as a submissive are like, I'm better suited to lead us through this, navigate, maybe mm-hmm. maybe change the, the language, maybe not say lead, may, say navigate, whatever you need. But to navigate through the situation does not mean that what you're saying is submissives should lead all the time and don't have to follow what they're doing. I'm saying that like, that's it's not, it's not an all or nothing. It's a nuance. It's uh, for some people, especially people with fairly high protocols about behavior and expectations and who mm. talks first and all those things, it might be a really rare thing that it's a one-off where you go, this is an extenuating circumstance where I can objectively see my partner can handle this better than I could. Right. It's gonna be better, faster, easier, whatever, 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 if I tell them, ask them, however that works for you. Well, there, but at the other uh, end, I also mm-hmm. think that it can become a regular form of life, but it doesn't take away from somebody's dominance to let them do that. No. You are no less dominant because weekly, I'm, I am out here going, here's what we do and talking more than you. Like, Correct. And, and there are times, believe me, that I am grateful that you have stepped up and taken the lead. Mm-hmm. There have been times I've been sick. Sure. You know, and it's like, oh man, I, I really am not feeling good today. I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my head hurts, but I need to make dinner. Right. Or you just need you to know, make a decision about something. Yeah. There's you a know, question looming. Or, or, or a kid needs to be picked up, you know, but I'm, I, I've got a sinus infection or, you know, and, and you step up and you're like, no, you rest. Right. I don't ask. And, and I'll take, <laughs> I'll, I'll deal with dinner. I'll, I'll fetch the kids, you know. Right. And believe me, I am ever so grateful for that in those times. And here's the thing. We have clearly a very relaxed dynamic where under specific situations, I have the freedom to do that. Mm-hmm. If you do not have that kind of dynamic, there are ways to do that that still f- respect your dynamic. Seeing your dominant need to rest, need to not do the things they really do, maybe you're not in a position to go, you need to lay down, I'll go handle that, even though that's why we have the tough love clause. I get that's part, we negotiated Mm -hmm, this. mm -hmm. So your method might be to make a humble request, ask within the parameters of your power change, suggest. Right. that, and that well, we we, we negotiated still... that because I'm a stubborn cuss, and there have been times early on that I had been sick, and I was like still trying to push and power through. Yep, yep. And I was like, mm, self care goes all the way. Yeah, you can put your damn oxygen mask on first, please. And thank you. <laughs> um, 
And I think you can also frame it, in, especially if you're just deeply uncomfortable by the idea. Like, I, I get it. Again, you don't have to say navigate. I mean, I'm sorry, you don't have to say lead. You can say navigate a situation. You can say assist. Like if that yeah. makes it more palatable to you to get through, or you're thinking of your partner and you're like, oh, they're not gonna like it if I use the word lead or leadership here to talk about the submissive here, then find another word. But cause it is not, taking the lead does not mean that I lead in all things. Taking the lead mm-hmm. does not mean that I am the leader or the one in charge. It means that for this little teeny tiny like offshoot of the path that we're on, I get to walk in front for about four steps. And then when we get there, I either move side by side with you or I'm behind you following you. Mm-hmm. It's a temporary thing to navigate life in a way that I think leads to better outcomes in whatever way that yeah. might be. Either that's to um, pursue a goal and to accomplish it, or it's to get somebody through a health situation or to make life a little bit easier, or to um, handle things as they come up that if handled badly, will be more stressful. Y'all, we all know what it's like for a money thing, a thing that costs money to go off the fucking rails. <laughs> I mean, think about it this way, and this might, this won't apply 100%, but think about it this way. If it is the Dom who's in charge of everything, but knows nothing about that topic, new roof, let's just pretend. And that person's like, but I have to handle this because I'm the Dom and that's what we do in this relationship. That Dom will handle it, but maybe they just spent $20,000 more than they had to when if you'd let your submissive who happens to work in construction, go have the conversation with the roofer, you get a better roof faster for less money. I mean, it's it's that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. It's not that they are now put in charge of everything. It's that they are navigating this little offshoot of what's happening in life to create a better outcome for everybody. And it can be as stark as saving money. It can be saving time. It can be a health thing. It can be all kinds of stuff. But why would we waste those resources? Why would we waste that talent? Why would we put somebody in the shadows simply because of their role mm-hmm. and not for any other reason? Right. Not because they're not, like, they're not the right person to handle it, that's fine. But if they are the perfect person to handle it, then and if you as a submissive like find it really like weird and uh, and you're not if this speaks to you use it consider it a service consider it a way to submit to your partner that you know let them know that they're gonna have to tell you that you need to do this as long as you consent to it of course Mm -hmm. for that to be palatable to you that's fine that's fine but the concept the idea of it i think however you whatever word you use for it however you navigate it within a power exchange fine find the way that works for you but let us not turn down wonderful talents from a person and not Mm -hmm. utilize them when they are on offer, when the person is willing, because they happen to be the submissive. Like that's just, it's just the, it's just, I don't like it. And and from my perspective, when, when you take the lead on certain things, I'm like, I am fine with that. You take the lead, you deal with this. This frees me up to do other things that need to be done. Mm-hmm. So I am seeing it as an act of service. Sure. When you do that. Sure. And even if I don't see it as an act of service, if you see it as an act of service and it fills, fulfills mm-hmm. that part for you, then it's valid and it's true and it's good. So, okay, yeah. for the dominance, if you're like, I know this is the right answer, but man, this is just oh, rubbing me the wrong way, yeah. then reframe it in your mind as to how it will fit 
with your dominance, an act of service. Mm -hmm. I was in the live uh, stream chat. Somebody, you know, talked about delegating and delegating yeah. is a sign of good leadership. Call it exactly. delegation if you need delegating to. Delegating is is an amazing yeah. thing. I don't if, care what if, you if call you, it. <laughs> if you can learn the art of delegation as a leader, you have done an amazing thing. Mm -hmm. I think ultimately, and I don't have to worry about this from you, thankfully, because you embrace the mm -hmm. fact that there are things I just am qualified to do and you let me do them, um, or that I'm willing to do and you let me do them. It really is about seeing each other as whole people and not just mm -hmm. the roles we inhabit and not just what we do for each other within those roles. And even though it is a struggle, to turn off the part of my brain that was like, but I have just been in control of everything for the past 10 hours and I fucking love it. <laughs> to shut that off a little bit, to go, okay, no, 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 it's, this is, I'm talking to somebody with whom I am submissive to and that there's a different way of interacting. That is difficult. I'll tell you it's not. But I also feel seen as my whole self. Mm -hmm. I can embrace every part of who I am. Even when it's messy, even when it's difficult, even when it causes strife, as it sometimes does. Um, that's a whole thing. Uh, <laughs> and that, for me, makes me feel uh, we talked about this a minute ago, more empowered, just in general, yeah. stronger within myself, but also, you trust me to do these things, that makes it easier to trust you to handle other things and to see me and to hear me and to respect me and it's this whole we're at the wibbly wobbly timey wimey but really it's wibbly <laughs> wobbly power exchange respect love trust honor integrity communication ball of stuff like that's it's all mixed in <laughs> it's not a single it's not the one thing that will build trust or mm -hmm. enhance communication but it's a part of that and yeah. um i do think that when we lean into each other's strengths and we let people embody who they are um in ways that are healthy and good for them that they want to be that that make them feel fulfilled i think then everybody becomes a slightly better version of themselves. And then hopefully you get to be a slightly better version of yourself together. Mm -hmm. like, that's, that's the ideal. I do real quick want to touch on those struggles though. Cause I think it would be very disingenuous to act like you just let the submissive like be their, you know, bad bitch self and, and it'll be great. And yes, in situationally, I think we have found that to be universally true. Yeah. But <laughs> it really, not always, not all the time, mm. but if we, and this is a problem we have fa been facing recently, the thing I've noticed is when we find ways to consciously, purposefully reconnect within our power exchange, I can flip that switch in my head. Right. When we go too long without being our dom sub self together. We're always daddy baby girl because we're just too mm -hmm. playful and sarcastic and snarky. We just can't help ourselves. But dom right. sub where there's a little bit more structure. Then- a little tougher to, roll, to uh, rope yen. It, it's hard. Your job is harder yes. because I don't have the, the muscle memory to flip that switch. Right. Because I'm like, but I'm in, I've just been in charge all day, and I'm feeling good. And, and, I got and that's when I have to know the difference to step outside of daddy. Yes. Yes. Daddy will get walked the fuck all over 
if, he if he's not careful. Right. And that's right. <laughs> and, and that's when it's time for the big D to step in mm-hmm. and dig those heels in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I recognize this will not be a situation everybody can relate to, but I do think it is more even more complicated by the fact that we work together, we live together, we sleep yeah. together, we parent together, everything is together. There is no separation. Like when you still worked your old job and when we were long distance and I worked my own job, mm-hmm. during that work time we would try to fit in some power exchangey kind of stuff. Yeah. You know. And when when we first moved in together and you were still working the office job, the start of the day would have some power exchange stuff because like I would get your mm-hmm. lunch ready, get your coffee ready, blah yep. blah blah. But there was a defined endpoint where you were home and I had, we had talked about it, but I'd also just sort of worked it out. So by the time you were home, unless it was under a strict deadline, I was done with work for the day. Yes. And so once you walked in the door, your work mode was usually turned off. Mine was basically mm-hmm. turned off and we were. And then we focused on each other. Right. That's and right. there was a clear delineation between, uh, the, between two. the two. And so while our personal situation might not be relatable, I think that is a good thing to have of a clear on off point, a clear divide right. between here's the moment where it's not really about the power exchange as much, especially if this, maybe this is a big situation where this submissive is genuinely taking a lead on a big mm-hmm. thing that daily, weekly something, there's gotta be a point where you go, okay, that mode needs to be turned off to the best of your abilities and get into this other mindset and mm-hmm. make this shift because not having that, We've talked about this in other types of episodes too. Not having that leads to frustration. It leads to miscommunication. It leads to mm-hmm. you being in dom mode and me being in baby girl slash boss girl mode. <laughs> and it's not a good outcome usually. No. Somebody's feelings are getting hurt. Okay? Or someone's butt's getting hurt. If I'm lucky. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm not big on misbehave until you get the thing you wanted when you can just fucking ask for the thing you wanted. But sometimes I'm like, I, I get a little extra sassy. I know me, it's fine. And you'll threaten me with a spanking. I'm like, please, please, what else do I have to do to get this? Give me a list. Mm -hmm. Because even though it is known that, yes, I would totally accept that and I don't have to, quote, misbehave to get those things. It's like, oh, but at least he's paying attention to me. Like, I I get why uh, children and brats... Act out I to was, get attention. I, was gonna say I that, get it. That that brat mentality it. there. Yeah. I'm not. Gonna, I'm trying not to go down that uh, road. Well, I don't yeah. want to. That's not. Doesn't speak to me. But mm-hmm. I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but having you, a clear boundary between yeah. that mindset. But and, you know, it, it, careful what you ask for, as you found out too, because there was a time early on. You know, I threatened you with a punishment, and you were like, "Okay, bring it on," and you know what? I know, but you know what? Here's, I brought it on and I showed you how spanking Because it wasn't hurt. about the pain that I wanted. Yeah. It was about the clear power exchange of who the fuck's in charge, mm-hmm. and who is not, and being put in my place. Do I yeah. think there could have been a better way for that? And, hope, and if I could have articulated that, that would have been better. <laughs> yes. Because it wasn't that I, you know, I'm sure it came across as bravado of, oh, I'm not afraid of your spanking. I love mm-hmm. spankings. But it was more like, please, Jesus, show me who's boss around here because... Uh, the gremlins in my brain have taken over and they're trying to convince me that I'm the boss and I don't want to be the boss except for these hours when I'm working on these things. 
So. <sighs> yeah. Um, I don't like, I, there's no, it's not going to work for everybody. Not everybody's going to feel the way we feel about it. And you know, I expect that. And I respect that. I just don't want people to miss moments where somebody is best suited to a thing mm-hmm. simply because of the role you inhabit. And I, I also want submissives to know that you can stand in your power and stand in your knowledge and be the one and still be fully submissive and fully embrace whatever that role looks like yeah. for you. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else you would say mm, about just that? To, just to sum it up, you know, don't, don't be afraid of of the delegation, you know, don't allow yourself to be overwhelmed because you think you have to to juggle all the plates all the time, you know. As it, a dom, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Same for submissives. You should not have to juggle all the things no, all the time. No, 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 no. In case you wondered. So you know, don't don't be afraid to to delegate some of that, and you know, it, it's not giving up control. It's still it's still being seen as an act of service and you know it could be a good growth opportunity and it can be done with empire exchange you right. go handle that conversation right. you go figure that thing out bring it back to me we'll talk mm-hmm. about it then mm-hmm. you're still in charge yeah you literally just saved yourself mm-hmm. time and effort and yeah. utilize the skills of a person who ideally is in a position to be able to offer you that service or support or access to their knowledge and abilities like yeah. just don't waste resources <laughs> like nope. what are we doing especially not in the name of a misguided belief that as the big d you're supposed to know all be all do all and always be in charge like what are yeah. we doing like what <laughs> what we still gotta live in this world i would love to live in our power exchange 24 7 and ignore the outside world and have it never interfere and always be whatever version of the mishmash of submissive baby girl masochist I can be in a given moment and pretend that that's all I ever have to be and do. But that's just not the world we live in. No, that's a fantasy novel I like to read. Right? But you know what? I would pan and go, not believable. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't suspend my disbelief that much. Just couldn't do it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's... This one's been on my like list of wants to talk mm-hmm. about for a while, and now we have. I can check that off the list. Yeah. Uh, we will next week. Spoiler: We'll get into something uh, more kink focused, so and mm. and less high level relationship focused. Give everybody a break. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> so right. yeah, I think that's it. So are we good? I don't know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Keep, Keep it, it kinky, kinky, y'all. And we'll see you next week. What? Can I talk to the critics, please? I don't think so. I, I think we just need a moment of silence and let Lola's snoring Lola, who already snored all the way through the video we recorded before this. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She has just been... It, it's been like a, a constant snore fest all morning with she her. Has, she's living her best uh, I nap in the middle of the day life. Yeah. So, may I talk to the Kirkus, please? <laughs> yes, you may. She said in her submissive way. <laughs>
Uh, what do we got for our bonus section? Oh, thank you again to Elegant Leon for sponsoring this week's episode. Yeah. At Elegant Leon on Twitter and yes, Instagram. Yes, yes, yes. I did link to the shop in the uh, show notes and the uh, description box on YouTube, so you can check check them out. Um, but what do we got other than a snoring Lola? I'm loving this coffee. Yes, you found it's a mocha cold brew made with almond milk, and when I taste and sugar free, it's got sugar in it. Well, no, it's got sugar in it. Sugar, it's sugar, got cane sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah. All right. Um, All right. But I took a sip of it, and it tasted like chocolate milk. And as somebody yeah. who's not allowed to drink actual milk anymore, oh good, that mm-hmm, was a delight. Mm-hmm. I I put a little bit in my regular coffee. It was delicious. Hmm. Um. Let's see. Oh, what else? Kids are back in school. Yay. Yeah, I've adjusted. Mm-hmm. The 11-year-old is adjusting well, thank God. Yeah. The 16-year-old. So he's doing what's called dual enrollment, which means he gets to take college classes while in high school. We're loving that. Mm-hmm. And I, he, two years ago, I'm, I'm getting to watch, and I would like, I would like a medal for not spending all of my time going, I told you so, I told you so, I told you so. I don't do it. I want to, and I think it really loud. Because a couple years ago, we would be talking about college, and he was resistant to the idea, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to force somebody to go to higher education who does not want to be there, but I was like, okay, if you're not going to do that, what is your plan? Because there's got to be... You gotta be something. What 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 do you want to do? But we would be talking about college. Yeah. And he, I kept telling him, I'm like, look, dude, college classes are not like high school. Like, just it's night and freaking day. And plus, at the time, he had teachers that, like, they clearly knew they were dealing with a 14 year old child and were treating him like the 14 year old child that he was. <laughs> like, I get it, but he was just chafing at it. So this week, he had his first. Uh, college classes and yeah there's a bunch there's a bunch of high schoolers there but it's kind of a mix and they're teaching like college professors do and he came home and went oh my god I think I love college (laughs) he was like they just don't give a fuck and I'm like they they just tell you and then it's like whatever like do the stuff or don't do the stuff whatever and I was like I feel like I told you this two years ago, but I'm not going to tell you I told you so. But yeah. again, let me say, I'm thinking it very loudly. Well, what what has helped, I think, is with him being in band mm-hmm. and, and a number of his friends having graduated yeah. and went on to college. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I think that in and of itself, too, has been a big help with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. I'm just grateful he's got a mostly decent group of friends who yeah. are fairly responsible. Absolutely. Fairly polite. Mm-hmm. Um, not leading him down paths that would make my hair go any grayer than it like already I is. Like I did in my youth. Like if my parents had known, <laughs> it, it, they wouldn't be saying the same thing. I just hid it very well for my parents. Um, so yeah, the kids are good. We're mm-hmm. good. We're still adjusting to only having one car. I keep going, I'm going to go do this yeah. while you're doing that. And then one of us will go, no, you're not. There's yeah. only the one car to use. Um, I mean, I, I would take the bike out more, but we've been having so much rain. Sure. And it's, you know, middle of summer, so if you don't have to take the bike out, even when it's not raining, like, don't do that to yourself. But um, the cats are good. Uh, yeah. They are definitely relaxing more. Um, Ella does that 
cat lounge stretch splay everywhere kind of lay mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. the kitchen because that is her domain. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm going, I'm relaxed when I'm close to food. That is when I can truly relax. Well, this morning, you know, I, I have a, a morning routine that I let Lola out of her crate. And, you know, we do belly rubs and, and all this, have a little good morning routine with her. Um, this morning, while I was rubbing her belly, Onyx came and laid down on the floor in an arched... Like the loungy kind of? Yeah. Oh, Next to Lola. Aww. Yeah. Was it sort of a, I'm just here vibing or hey, pet me too? It was just like, yeah, I'm here too. I'm going to hang out and chill. Yeah. That's really yeah. sweet. Yeah. I feel like Onyx is like way relaxed. Yeah. Way, way relaxed. Um, and she let me pick her up the other day. Yeah. Okay. That was the thing. That was the thing. I was like, wait, there was a thing. Yeah. Yes. She let me pick her up the other day. I was putting uh, some clothes away in the, in the dresser and she climbed in the dresser drawer. And normally if I just like make a move, like I'm closing the door the drawer she's gone oh yeah uh this time she wasn't she decided she was gonna kind of hunker down and and slide in with it mm -hmm. and i was like oh no so i i pulled the drawer back out and i was like okay let's see how this goes and i scooped her up from underneath mm -hmm. picked her up moved her to the floor and she didn't flinch she didn't rip my eyes out she didn't you know and and then where I sat, set her on the floor, mm -hmm. she just like, well, okay, and just, you know, kind of lay down and hung out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so she's it was, relaxing. It, it was a very uh, momentous moment for me. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm jealous. <laughs> she will sometimes let me put my hand under her stomach, you know, like under her to move her, like when I'm making the bed, but not to that yeah. extent. And you... She, she is yours, you are hers. So she will let you do that long before she lets me do that. But it's okay. Mm -hmm. She has a new, it's been ongoing for a few weeks, but it's like really like a cemented routine now that once the lights are out in our bedroom and we've put our phones down or iPad or whatever, whatever, and we're like settled into bed, that's when she jumps up next to me. Yeah. And she aggressively like leans into me. So I'll pet her and she lays down next to me to clean herself. And when she's done cleaning herself, maybe she'll let me pet her for a minute or two. Maybe not. Depends mm -hmm, on our mood. Mm -hmm. And then she's off and, and doing her own thing. But it's like every night. Like I almost can't go to sleep now if I don't get like 10 minutes to just pet her for a while. It's like, oh, I love you, Onyx. Yep. So, but yeah, so it's just same old, same old for us. Mm -hmm. Um. Mm -mm -mm. I know. I mean, are there things? There are always things. Are yeah. they coming to mind right now? Not really. Um, uh, and part of it is we got to hold on to stuff because we got the, the Friday night, the Friday night hangout yeah, coming up, virtual yeah. munch or whatever we're gonna call it. Nine thirty p.m. We usually last till uh, Eastern, uh, Eastern, Eastern, midnight Eastern. All my words are jumbled. We start yeah. at nine thirty p.m. Eastern. We usually last until midnight Eastern. So give people time to like come in and go and mm -hmm. do their own thing. Um, maybe we'll do some show and tell because we did just release some new products into the Kinkery. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's mostly mostly just chill. Mm -hmm. I might I might need some uh, potato chips. I mean I know we have the guacamole chips and the uh, the cauliflower chips, yeah. <laughs> but I might need some ruffles, mm -hmm. like wavy or ruffles have ridges or whatever the hell those things are. I'll about. consider it. Think about it. I'll make you some dip. 
I'll dip you. Okay. <laughs> promises, promises. So, yeah, I would say that is, uh, that's probably it for us yeah. this week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, we've we've had a lot going on. It's been a been a crazy week. You know Typical for some, us. Some some good, some not so good, some frustrating, some you know. But we had an argument but we resolved it by email. It felt so old school yeah. for us. I was like, He's not listening when I speak. What happens if I email him? <laughs> and then you actually shared your actual thoughts via email and I was like, Look at us resolving. Imagine that. Look, look at us not sniping at one another. This I, is I was thinking more of the ongoing saga with the insurance company and the oh. mortgage company, but you know No, I'm sorry, I'm yeah. thinking of us. Yeah. Uh, no, I feel like that's being uh resolved and by the end of the week it, it will be it, resolved. It is hopefully finally being resolved, yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah third time's the charm i hope okay we're gonna go yep uh we love you guys thanks for joining us thanks everybody. for sticking with us to the mm-hmm. bitter end if you have not already entered the giveaway loving bdsm.net slash giveaway links in all the places of course uh available to enter through the month of august multiple ways to enter multiple times mm-hmm. blah 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 Feel like I'm in a Charlie Brown. Oh, that's wah wah. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, yeah, wah 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 wah. We're cousins.